I know you guys want to know about the return situation. You know, it's uh, obviously it's a fluid situation. It's one of those deals where uh, we got a couple guys that are dinged up a little bit, but uh, once they get back up and running and get healthy again, you know, uh, we'll get going. I mean, it is what it is. It's camp. You know, it's typical. It's it's nothing uh, that we're not used to. But once we get those guys back out there up and running, we'll be fine. Before, you know, was your kickoff returner. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've got a goal totally new with that, right? Yeah. Uh, he's not here. So, I mean, there's, there's nothing you can do about it. It's football. I mean, that's, that's just part of the deal. You just midstream adjust. You make the adjustments as coaches. And uh, it's a talented roster. You know, Dave did a good job of putting the roster together. So we got guys with skill, with speed, and we just got to get them healthy. You know, get some of these guys back on the field and, and get them to full strength. So then get that, get out there and game, get out there in the game and get game experience. Especially these young guys, guys like uh, you know, like Darius Slayton, guys like that. Like they need to get out, get the practice reps, get in the game, and feel the pressure of a, a punt cover team coming out, a kickoff cover team coming out, so they can see the speed of it. That's a little bit different. Yeah, you have Cody who's experienced. Absolutely. And. Golden, I guess, has done some, but I mean, he could be missing the first four. Yep. So would Cody be the top of the chart now? Uh, you know, as of right now, probably Cody's the first guy, you know, because he has the most experience. Um, but again, we're going to try and bring some of these young guys along, and uh, and, that, and that's what it's all about. It's, it's all about trying to get guys better, get some depth in your roster, so as you move forward and things happen, you know, you, you have the ability to, to reach down and grab a guy and it's the next guy up, you know. So that's my job as a coach to get all these guys prepared and, and get them to play at a high level. Coach, I don't think a lot of people give special teams coordinators a lot of credit for their head coach like dude, roster manage, and also deal with the offensive side and defense side of the ball. So how critical is that role in your position? Well, it's like you said, I mean, we manage the roster every day. You know, we're probably one of the only – uh, we're the only person that talks to the team, for the most part, daily, and uh, minus a, a player or two or three here or there. But, uh, you know, we have to manage the roster. We have to manage the injuries because we do the scout teams and the four units. So that's the whole team. You know, it's just a handful of guys that are left out. So we have to be cognizant of what's going on with the uh, hamstrings and the groins and all the little nicks and nacks because it affects us directly every day. You know, dealing with those guys and knowing uh, when to pull back, when to, you know, hit the throttle, when to choke it down a little bit. Hey, look, we need to go over here, walk and talk it a little bit as opposed to just being on one side or the other. We, we deal with the full roster daily and we have to be in tune with Ronnie Barnes and what's going on in the weight room and all those different things and, this, and the GPS and the speed and all those different aspects of what's going on with the practice and managing the roster. So it is what it is and, and, and I have to be ready to talk to the guys every day. You know, it's every day I'm out in front of the guys. So it's, it's a good experience. I enjoy it and I look forward to it every day. How's Corey Ballantyne taken to a lot of the special team stuff you've thrown at him in coverage been and good. on return teams? Yeah, he's been good. Corey's been uh, he's been really, really good. He's been a pleasant surprise. But he's like any other rookie. You know, he, he makes mistakes. You know, had you know he had a, a, a couple in in practice, but that's part of it. You got to fail your way to success. You know, and that's what these guys got to understand. These young guys, you know, especially a guy like Corey has come from uh, you know from a small college. And, and you show up here in the in the bright lights of New York City, it's a little bit different, you know? So that process, that maturation process is something that he's going to have to uh, 
go through. And but he's very talented, very talented young man. Uh, has the want to and the wherewithal to get things done. So we're we're, we're really excited about this. So, Tom, what have you seen from uh, Jake Carlander as a snapper, and, and I guess it's some other roles. You know, Jake is a hard worker. Uh, he has a specific skill set with his snapping ability uh, to be able to run like he does and to play as hard as as much effort as he plays with. Uh, he's a different guy that way. Uh, Jake is going to be a guy over time. Uh, <clears throat> he's going to be a good snapper. Right now he has some things technically that he needs to work through, but he has a tremendous upside. We're really excited about Jake. What have you seen from Aldrick? Any differences from maybe a year ago at this time to where he's at now? Uh, just, you know, just trying to get him back on track, you know, just kind of, you know, it's those years, the year that he had last year was, was I mean, obviously the franchise record. So, I mean, that's, we just want to get him back to that level, you know, get him, get him to where he feels comfortable. And uh, he's, he's been hitting the ball good. You know, it's like any other thing you do with specialists when you're away from the, the game a little bit and, and you don't kick as much, you're not kicking as consistent, so little things will creep in and kind of you know, throw you off a little bit, but uh, he's working to get back into his top form, and I, we look forward to him crushing it just like he did last year. What have you seen from Riley Dixon? Riley, Riley is, is uh, he did some things in the offseason to work on his consistently, uh, his consistency and his ball striking. Uh, he's, he's doing a good job. He's getting better with his directional punting, and that's he's a young, talented guy. And uh, he, he's doing a really good job. He really is. He's working hard at it. And we're just trying to uh, put him in a position to where he can uh, replicate it time after time after time and, and be like a Jeff Fiegels in the long run. Is there a golden rule for, for a punter in the sense of you want 40 yards and five-second hang time every? Yeah, I mean, it's it, we want the hang to match the distance, right? So if the ball's 40 yards, we want 4-0 hang. If it's 45 yards, we want 4-5 hang. You know, if it's 47 yards, we want 4-7 hang, you know, or higher, right? So if the hang matches the distance, that's something that we look forward to because that's an easier ball to kick as opposed to the 60-yard rocket, right? So you get a guy, he can flip the field, quote-unquote, but it's 60 yards and it's 4-1, right? So you better have uh, Usain Bolt, Carl Lewis at the Gunners <laughs> and uh, Mo Green at the long snapper, you know? So it, when you have those... Those types of punt, those are hard to cover, right? But when you can get them with hang the distance and direction, that's optimal.